0: Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Your What's up, everybody? Together. Thanks for coming Put out to UCB. Put your hands together. Please stop your your yourself. Hands Put your hands together.
1: of applause. Not united? I didn't feel connected to you guys at all? Uh, I'm gonna let you take this one again. When they can hear that kind of joy in your presence, that sort of relaxation, that sort of, you know, that sort of attitude, that sort of free willy attitude, it's you, and then a whale's going right over, you know, if they can hear that in your voices, uh, then it's nice for them. So thank you. Well, you are kind of quiet. Are you okay? (laughs) Guys, I'm Cameron Esposito. What's going on? I'm your host. (laughs) We're hot. I heard somebody say we're hot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we live in the center of the sun. This is the hottest. It's so hot. It's a desert. There's not even any water. That water that, that you think is here, that ocean, huh, that doesn't count for shit. It is hot as hell here. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm even wearing black pants. So, guys, I just don't... What do you want me... What? Oh, you're hot? Oh, I'm under a light. I'm under a lamp... A heat lamp. With a little... Like a little baby that just got born. Not ready yet. To <laughs> <laughs> tell jokes. Put it right under that spotlight. Then they do put a tiny mic in its hand. I don't know if you know. That's like a, that's a, not unlike Barbie, Barbie and the Rockers. Born with a mic in their hand. If you got that joke, yeah, okay. All right. Well, there you go, sir. My... Your, bro- your girlfriend sings uh, Barbie and the Rockers Born with a Mic in My Hand? Yes. <laughs> So I want all the rest of you to be more like this gentleman, who, by the way, he was so excited about that joke, he stood up for a second. Oh, my God, my girlfriend says that, and then I get it. And that's what I want from the rest of you. I want you to, I don't care if you, even if you don't have girlfriends, just imagine that your girlfriend would get everything I'm talking about. uh, My girlfriend wears black pants. My girlfriend's hot all the time. <laughs> She's warm, physically warm, yeah. Desert. My girlfriend hates the water. She says the water's there, but she can't. My girlfriend's always like, you know, bar me in the... <laughs> that's what your girlfriend's like. You guys, I feel so... First of all, let's hear for everybody that's going to be on the show tonight. Let's hear for all the comics. <clears throat> hands together. We're here every Tuesday night at eight. I'm your host Cameron Esposito. We're this live show. We're also a tremendous podcast and we're also, what can we, what else can we provide? Childcare. Occasionally. I don't know. If you bring a kid here, uh, I, you know, I won't watch it, but I'll look, I'll watch it. You know what I mean? Physically with my eyes. But You're in charge of its behavior. It. I am having a weird, you guys are catching me at a really weird and awesome moment. I just, uh, Literally, like an hour ago, I taped my first set for network television ever.
2: And
1: it was a weird, I can't even tell you how, what just happened. Uh, so I was, I'm at, tonight at 11. 30 central. That, why would I say central first? Because the podcast, but then they'd have to travel back in time. It's here at 12.30. I'll be on the Craig Ferguson show. And, yeah, woo, yes. Um, and I found out last night at, like, 10 p.m., which is exactly the time you should find out, actually, because I, like, I just, I, I, I pooped out everything I'd eaten in the last week due to nerves, and then I didn't eat anything all day. You know what I mean? It's like a, you know, it's like a colonoscopy. Your first... The first televised national spot. Really more of a, they should, you know, bottle that. And I think that, you know... They should do that. So, I was, a little, I was a little bit worked up about it, and then the other guest on the show is Jay Leno. Which, okay, I hear your judgment. Was this a Conan crowd? How shocking. How shocking, mustaches. How weird that from under your mustaches you say, Conan. No, I know the room that I'm in, but I will say uh, that that gentleman, uh, Mr. Leno, which is what I called him, I was raised right. Oh, Mr. Leno, really nice to meet you. And he was wearing a denim shirt when I met him. So I felt right at home. I felt so welcomed, you know, by his sort of external denim, and then my internal (laughs) denim, and then my external denim. You know what I mean? Denim's wrapping around denims, hugging other denims, and just, nice to meet you, Mr. Leno. And he is, uh, he was actually a total, what a total pleasure. Really nice to me. I was, like, looking at my notes before, uh, going on stage, and he said, uh, you don't need it. You already know it. You don't need it. You already know it. You got it. You're getting out there? You're gonna be great. Jay Leno said to me! (laughs) Thing to say. Also, he didn't. He didn't call me. You know what? He, you know. Uh, when I got there, there were a couple other people that worked on the show, and they were like, "Oh, this is the comedian for the evening," which, like, cheers. You put me on a show. Also, they run a tight ship. everybody was very nice. They had tiny sandwiches, which I could not eat, but thanks for the sandwiches. You know. And um, but comedian, uh not Mr. Leno, he, he was like, "Oh, I I could tell by your bearing. I knew you were going to be the comic." And I said. Mm. Noted. Because I... I mean, comedian is fine. I don't think that's what I am to me. When I look in the mirror, I'm not like, oh, well, let's add another N and an E. Well, let's make a word that doesn't exist. That's only typical of me. Let's make a word that sounds less good. It's for girls. You know what I mean? Don't you, know, you hear that when you're a comedian? She's a girl comic, so laugh as much as you would she's uh it's she's a slightly larger softball do you know what i mean like it's not regulation or basketball slightly smaller actually (laughs) they went different ways with those i'm just realizing that now what see do you understand how much we understand women as a culture we're like oh they can't catch anything unless you make it huge actually take that back make it small (laughs) before when we said make it huge make it small (laughs) their hands are too tiny but big they can't <laughs> We should just play basketball and talk just with one si- just, a, just the size of a melon just with an actual melon just a melon M- melon ball I think was that, what that would be called and you'd be a melon baller I think nothing on that <laughs> Jesus Christ tight fruit crowd you know what I mean not into fruit humor fruit frumer What? Did you, can I just ask you a question? Did you just melon ball heckle me? What did you just say? That is, I cannot wait to hear what you said because like this is amazing. Like I love that it wasn't like if I said anything offensive just like, you know like, cause sometimes I get up here and I just say overtly, I just say, I hate men. And it gets that kind of reaction. And I say, well I'm sorry, you're useless to me. Make yourselves useful to me. Do something I need. No, but I—you were like, I can't let this melon ball joke stand. (laughs) If I sit here, I'll be complicit. (laughs) Somebody didn't speak for the melons or the balls. I, because I was not a melon ball, when they came for the melon balls, I said nothing. (laughs) And they came for me. What did you yell? What did you yell about melon balls?
3: Melancholy
1: ball. Oh. Yep. Yeah, melon. Yeah, melancholy ball. Yep. You're. You're like, you're like. You're like. There's another word I know that starts with that. <laughs> she's. She's. Failing on stage. Melon, melancholy ball. Yeah. Right. You know what a melancholy ball is? It's that one last piece of honeydew. <laughs> so sad. Why would you eat it? It's disgusting. You already had all that watermelon and cantaloupe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus. I'm not trying to chastise you, but this is, this is really good. I'm actually taping this for television as well. Uh, this is really good stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, so, Jay Leno gave me advice, and then uh, I was uh, telling jokes. I don't know if it went well. I blacked out. I don't know. I don't remember. I think jokes came out of my mouth. I said words. I went like, bruh, bruh. I was holding a microphone. People were in front of me, and I was wearing an outfit. So it sounds like it was stand-up. But I think I told jokes. And then at one point, uh, I got to the punchline of this joke I've been working on, which is that I'm I'm engaged, but I'm engaged to a woman, because obviously um, earlier when I was like, I don't care, and then you were like, I don't really get it. And then I'm like, use your context clues. (laughs) But, uh, uh, yeah, so I said, like, you know what are we gonna wear? People keep asking. You know, my fiance and you know, what are we gonna wear at our at our wedding? And the answer is two denim dresses. <laughs> and in that moment, I just like knew that Jay Leno. Like I remembered that Mr. Leno was like really into denim because like not only was he wearing that shirt earlier that, but that's kind of just like a general. People are like, oh, Leno, cars and denim. You know, like that's generally a thing people say about him. Cars and denim. The Tonight Show. Um, well, I like Conan better. That's what you guys would say about him. <laughs> um, but I, I just turned and I said, uh, I said, two denim dresses. You like denim, right, Mr. Leno? I, I asked Jay Leno if he likes denim. And he goes, yeah, totally. And then, uh, Mr. Ferguson said, um, did you just call Jay Leno a lesbian? <laughs> said, nobody gets that kind of swoop in front of their hair without a knowledge of the lesbian community. (laughs) And that was just, I had, like, other jokes that were supposed to come up, but this moment happened, and so I was like, do you guys, this feels right, do you want me to come over there and interview you? And they said, uh, yeah. And then they just scooted over on either side, and then they, I sat in the middle of them, and then uh, they said, Ah, oh, you did great! And, um, and, then, uh, and then they said, you know, speaking of which, uh, people are sick of hearing from us because we're old white men. And I said, oh, come, I wouldn't call you old. But, uh, you know, I, maybe I didn't say that in my head, but I'm saying it now. Come on, you're babies, <laughs> you're young. Um, and, uh, and then they said, well, I guess lesbians are the future of entertainment that's what they said they disagreed with each other and that was the end of the show I'm not kidding the end of the show is just two like heroes two like comedy legends and then I'm in the middle and then over top my jean jacket they just said well I guess lesbians are the future and I just (laughs) thought I've known this for a while (laughs) my viewpoint is so similar but so different I'm like a man but smart thank you for yelling and prettier in a very high pitched girl's voice that's a comedian right there I don't know if you heard her and prettier um, you guys what an, odd, what an adorable so you should watch that tonight if you want to or for those people listening I'm sure you can find it on the internet and uh, you should just see that moment where two people are like well I guess lesbians are the future and then I go do you have anybody we could call right now that you guys could both say that to? Yeah. Somebody like in an executive position? <laughs> okay, guys, I am going to start the rest of the show. Are you ready for more hilarious jokes yeah. from other comics who I love? This first comic, friend of mine, we we start we were in Chicago together. He lives in New York now. Very funny man. I love him very much. Let's hear from Mr. Matteo Lane, guys. Give it up for Matteo.
4: Yeah, that is a true story of how I came out to my dad. I made it. <laughs> I made it. Uh, I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. I, uh, I am gay. Uh, to add on to that, my older brother's gay. So my dad is real proud. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus. I just assumed that I was like the gayer kid. Uh, My older brother was definitely the gay of the family. He just was, I mean, he was a gay kid. I recently watched some family videos when my brother was nine years old. It was when the Chicago Bulls won a championship. And they're going around the entire house and everyone's screaming, Michael Jordan rules, Michael Jordan rules. And they get to my nine year old brother and he's like, well, if anyone rules, it's Annie Lennox. (laughs) I was, I was a gay kid. My favorite thing to do when I was four years old, I would come home from preschool, we had this giant tree in my backyard, and I'd walk around it, singing to the birds like Sleeping Beauty. Every day. Yeah, I eventually had to stop because the neighbors were calling, you know. Can you imagine that phone call to my mother? Just my poor mom. Hello. Oh, hi, Betty, how are you? I'm fine. Listen, I wanted it. To... No, there's not a woman singing in my backyard. <laughs> Shit. Steve, this one's gayer than the other one. <laughs> what is happening in my uterus? <laughs> What is happening in my mom's uterus? Why is she making so many gay kids, you know? Can you imagine that gynecologist appointment, just like, all right, Sherry, we're gonna have a look here, and everybody dance now! (laughs) 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 Uh, Just vodka tonics shooting out of my mom's vagina. That's great, (laughs) yeah. Oh, my God. Sometimes you do shows. Like, people come up to you afterwards, they always say something, you know, like, great job, Uh, we really liked you, stop touching me, whatever they say, you know, just anything. Some people come up to me, I think they're trying to compliment me, and they don't realize that they're actually insulting me. Like, I did a show, and a guy came up to me, he was like, "Uh, yeah, you know, for a gay guy, we want to let you know you talk kind of straight. (laughs) you're not totally gay, right? But um, you're not totally straight either, you know? <laughs> you're sort of, uh, eh, half and half, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, half and half? Like, what does that even mean? What am I walking around with my friends like, hey girls, let's go shopping for some pussy.
3: <laughs>
4: uh, to... Well, if it's on sale, I'll go. I'll... <laughs> TJ Maxx Pussy. <laughs> Uh, size seven? No? All right. Uh, I'm single. Well, with this camel toe who's not, you know. Eyes so. back up here. <laughs> I'm watching uh, I am single. I live in New York. It is impossible to date New York. I really think, like, the bigger the city, the harder it is to date. You know what I mean? I think so. I'm on Grindr. Everyone knows what Grindr is? everyone know? If you don't know, it's like a hookup act, but it's really embarrassing, okay? But I'm the idiot who's like, I'll find the one to bring home to mom from this. You know, it's like very embarrassing. I'm trying to sex. Like, that's my new thing. I'm trying to be sexy, but I'm just too too polite. You know, this guy messaged me. He's like, I want to fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> and I wrote back, Indeed. <laughs> He blocked me. I watch porn. I do. I'm not, yeah, thank you. Who doesn't watch porn? You know what I mean? I just, I watch gay porn, so it's very embarrassing, you know? And gay porn, they're always trying to take straight guys and make them gay, you know? They'll take two straight guys, put them on a couch, and then have a director talk to them. And the director will be like, well, guys, looks like the lady's not going to show up, but, uh... (laughs) I got some money on the table (laughs) you two want to make a movie fantasy immediately ruined one of the straight guys talks because it's always like well I've never done anything like this before (laughs) we get it I uh this is an interesting story. It just happened, so can I share this with you guys? This is very weird. I have no idea what was happening to me. I had done a show the other week, and a woman in the front row was digging through her purse. And I was like, what are you looking for? And she's like, my tampon! I was like, all right. <laughs> so I was literally at, like, a park today, and I was telling my friend about it. I was like, yeah, well, I've had, you know, a woman in the front row look for her tampon. Then an elderly woman, probably, like, in her early hundreds, uh walks by, she hears the word tampon and she literally says tampons, are you talking about tampons? I know a thing or two about tampons I've been to China they don't have tampons in China not even a sanitary napkin who knows what my grandmother did probably just sat in a tub for seven days and said don't come in Goodbye. <laughs> you know. Oh my gosh! Well, you guys, that has been my time. I love you all. I'm Mateo Thank you. Guys,
1: my friend Mateo Lane. Let's hear from Mateo. Very hilarious. Hey, we are going to keep the show right on rolling. Now, I said Mateo was just visiting us here in L. A., but this next comic, he is a friend of mine, and also he just moved. Like I think maybe last week. Uh, to L.A. and we should welcome him with open arms he's hilarious Uh, he's on Chelsea lately I think the day he arrived that's how funny Hollywood immediately said come on over here kid just sit between this Jay Leno and this Craig I'm not gonna get over that I'm just using it for other people's introductions now this last guy this next guy Totally could sit between Jay Leno and Craig Ferguson. It would be no problem. No, he's a hilarious guy. You guys are going to love him. Let's hear right now from Mr. Ian Carmel, guys. Give it up for Ian. <laughs>
5: Which is ridiculous because I am a six foot three, 300 pound Jewish man, and my name sounds like a whimsical British candy store. This should not be Ian Carmel. Ian Carmel should be the place in Nardia you get Turkish delight. That should be Ian Carmel. My name should be like. Shlomo pudding tits. <laughs> it should be Shlomo pudding tits or it should just be ham hock. That should be the whole thing. <laughs> and my entire comedy act is just me coming out on stage and going, better put some butter on it. And then I leave. I just leave. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> name Ian doesn't fit me at all. When your name is Ian, you get invited to art walks and shit like that. I don't ever want to go to an art walk. An art walk takes the one thing I like about art, which is that it usually happens in an air-conditioned building with free white wine. I like that. And replaces that experience with walking. Yeah. Walking. Something I only enjoy when it's in Memphis or on sunshine. Those are the only two times I like walking can't do anything about my name either. It's too late to change it. I could go by my middle name I guess. My middle name fits me perfectly. My middle name is George. Look at me right now. Look at this perfect George standing in front of you. I'd be such a great George. George is like the kind of person where the words lovable oaf appear in the first three sentences of his obituary. Right? <laughs> George is the kind of person who thinks there's a gas leak in his apartment, but it just turns out he went to sleep right after eating at Quiznos. Uh. George is the kind of person who eats chicken wings like a hostage trying to open a door handle with his mouth. Picture the urgency. It's the urgency. But instead of George, I'm Ian. I'm Ian still. I don't, I'm, my name is Ian George Carmel, and I'm named after my grandfather. My grandfather's name was George Carmel. But when he was born, his name wasn't George Carmel. When he was born, his name was Solomon Katz, which is an extraordinarily Jewish name. It's, it's a great Jewish Like, if your lawyer's name is Solomon Katz, it never goes to trial. Anyway. <laughs> But when he came to this country after World War II, or as he called it, the Holocaust, I don't know. He felt there was too much anti-Semitism to go by Solomon Katz, so he changed his name to George Carmel. I don't blame him for picking George. That's a fine chicken we eating name. But, like, I, I don't know why he picked Carmel. That was already a candy. That was a weird thing for him to do. He picked a name that was a candy, and he didn't even spell it like the candy with a C. He knocked the C off and put a K there. Instead, like, our last name was a new metal candy bar or something like that. Like, Carmel, opening for Limp Bizkit at the Salem Armory this weekend. <laughs> Why did he do that? It makes no sense. Were like kids nice when he was going to school? Because when the chubby kid showed up to elementary school whose last name was a candy bar, the kids didn't even have to try it. They're just like, What did you say your name was? Get the fuck out of here. You know what you did. You know what you did. Get out of here. Shlomo pudding tits. Ah. <laughs> oh, I'm alright. I'm alright. I got cargo shorts. Everything's looking up. Everything's looking up. <laughs> Plus, he George Carmel out of the clear blue sky. He could have picked any name on earth. Any name on earth, and he picked George Carmel. He could have named himself Beautiful Penis. That could have been his name. And then my name would be Ian Beautiful Penis. That would be my name. People would be like, You made that name up, right? I'm like, No, no, no. It's a, fa- it's a family name. It's a family name. Come from a long line of beautiful penis men. Yeah. It's weird for my sister, but I think it's worth it. Ah. <laughs> Up until recently, I had a girlfriend, which is weird. That's weird, because I look like I'm going through a really bad breakup all the time, all the time. That's my default look. Sometimes I catch myself in the mirror. I'm like, hey, you doing okay? That's me, that's me, that's not good. but we broke up. we broke up, and even when we were dating, it was never fair. My girlfriend was so much better at arguing than I was. She was amazing at arguing. She could come up with these, like, beautiful ways to illustrate how she was feeling. Like, we'd be arguing, and she'd be like, I feel like you don't even know who I am, do you? I'm just a book, and you looked at the cover. That's all that happened here. You didn't open up the book. You didn't read the chapters. You don't know the plot or the storylines or the characters, Ian. Maybe you should crack open the book sometime, Ian. Maybe you'll read about something you love, Ian. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get the groceries out of the car. I'm sorry, it's my turn. It's my turn. I mean, like comedian, I can come up with metaphors, but my metaphors don't do you any good when you're fighting with your girlfriend, right? Because, like, we'd be arguing. I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, maybe you don't know who I am. Maybe that's what's going on, because I feel like I'm a big block with a question mark on it, and you're a Mario who can't jump high enough. That's what's going on here. Yeah, what's in the block? A mushroom? A flower? A coin? A feather? A star? A different color mushroom? There's a lot of mushrooms in here! But we broke up, and I, for a while I was sad after we broke up. And I'm not good at being sad. I'm not good at being sad. Like, I'm an optimistic person. I'll get sad, and then I'll remember that Busta Rhymes exists, and then I can't be sad anymore.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> and it's like, oh, man, she's gone forever. She was really good, good. woo Got you all in check.
3: All right. <laughs>
5: but I I was depressed even. I didn't even and I didn't even know that I was depressed. The universe had to tell me that I was depressed. I didn't even know that I was depressed. The universe had to tell me. And how the universe told me that I was depressed was I was at a jack in the box. And that could be the end of that story. Jack-in-the-box fast-food hamburger restaurant. And uh, I pulled up to the window to collect my order, and the woman working the drive-thru that night looked me up and down, locked eyes with me, and with tenderness and mercy in her voice, she said, Are you doing okay? (laughs)
3: Let
5: me say that again. The woman working the (laughs) drive-thru... and a jack-in-the-box asked me if I was doing okay. You know how many sad faces she sees every night? It's the exact same amount of faces she sees every night. Nobody's having a great day and then tops it off with jack-in-the-box. Nobody's like, I do not even know LA had a zoo. That's amazing. I feel like we're really getting to know each other. You know, at first maybe we were just friends, but let's see where this is going. You wanna get some of those egg rolls they sell for some reason? Depressing place. They should have a suicide hotline number on the first menu. It should be on the dollar menu. It should be right there. Jack in the Box's commercial should just be the last 15 minutes of Old Yeller. That's all it should be. Just the last 15 of Old Yeller, and then Jack walking on the screen like, "We're open." a particularly concerning order. I didn't pull up to the intercom and it was like, give me tacos until my dad's proud of me. <laughs> Thank you, guys. i am Ian Carmel. Have a great rest of you tonight. Guys, <laughs>
1: right, Ian Carmel, am I right? <clears throat> well, that man is in the right place, don't you think? <laughs> like, moving. He, he just got here from uh, Portland. I feel like, yeah, Show business. He so should be uh, telling hilarious jokes in show business, and that's what he's doing. Terrific. How are you guys doing? Yes. Oh, yeah. Is everybody doing well? Yeah. Should we find out a little bit about what's going on in your lives, just for a second? If nobody's stressed, I'll see who seems open. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm great. Yeah. What was, like t- what? <laughs> what was your day like today? What? What was your day like today? What? What'd you it? do? What day is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's your. Yeah. <laughs> To, you don't even have to that's that's the answer you've already answered the question I worked eight hours at starbucks. you worked eight hours at starbucks today oh thank you for your service <laughs> seems like a lot of like what is it what is it andrea 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 uh orders up for andrea god damn it you know like all day for eight hours right is that is that what it is yeah. are you are you a barista I am just two, days out of the week. two days out of the week what do you do with the rest of your time you tutor and go to this and go to school. Yes. What are you studying? You're studying speech language pathology and you who do you tutor. I tutor young kids. Young need, young kids who need extra help. extra help. So let me run through this again. You're studying speech language pathology, which is like helping kids learn how to properly form words yes. so that they don't have to become stand-up comics
3: <laughs> <laughs> to overcome the sh-
1: so that they can, yeah. yeah. Well, I just mean you know, shame and then jokes is what I've, <laughs> is what I've learned. <laughs> that's great. No, that's you can laugh at my shame. Uh, that's the point. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. And then you like? Are you putting yourself through school with the, your Starbucks job? Um, sort of. You're, yeah. And then you're also like you're already, you're like listen. I'm studying a noble profession, and I'm working at a pretty terrible place to do so. But I am free a couple days a week. Are there any children I could help for free? Bring me your free children, and I'll help them. And they'll be okay. Well, oh, that's not all you do. You do other terrible things. Cause I'm painting you as a saint. Oh, what's your worst stuff? I sing too. You sing. T- so that's your your. I feel like your barometer's off. You're like, oh, the worst thing I do: sing professionally. <laughs> I have a really decent voice and I have a contract with a couple different places. It's just like the worst thing I do. I I don't do anything worse than that. That's cool. That's great. I'm happy for all of your successes and yeah, let's hear it for this lady. You're doing great. What a life you are leading. I guess I'll, is, I'm open to, you know, like, just to kind of keep us all honest with each other. Is anybody who has a worse vice than singing? In the audience? Anybody have a worse vice than singing? Anybody? Yeah, wow. You should be really fucking proud of yourselves, guys. Oh, she sings? No, I would never do that. I just, I just buy food and I give it to people. People who need it or students or whatever. You know, just whoever's around. I just buy food and I hook up a blood transfusion between us and I just hand them the food and they eat the food. I'm hungry because of the blood that's leaving me, but they eat it. You know I don't care who cares because I got other money and I, they, I give them my car. So that's us as an audience. We're perfect. Okay. Did anybody go to Burning Man? Because w- that would have been a catch twenty two, wouldn't it? Have <laughs> it was like, "What's the worst thing you've ever done?" You're like, "We're perfect." And then somebody was like, "Well, I did go to Burning Man." And then I'd be like, "Ha ha!" <laughs> That's a terrible thing to do. No, I'm sure it's fine. Hey, the world needs more uh, art installations in the middle of a nothing. You know what I mean? Just drive to nowhere and there's art there and burn it down. <laughs> environmentally responsible, I think. Oh, we no, we all drive our cars. Yeah, no, you can't get their public transit. But then we also do emit smoke. So it's, it's just a bunch of different stuff. But we're earthy! Okay, that's just my Burning Man chunk. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna keep the show rolling. I know you're warm. I know you're warm. I can physically see the mist created by the essence of you. But you should stick with it, because there's great comics. Are you ready? Are you ready for more hilarious comedy? Can we do it? <laughs> Next gentleman, he's gonna be on Comedy Central coming up. He's gonna be on Edna Vine's house party, but you can also see him right now tonight here. Let's hear from Mr. Ron Babcock, guys. Get up for Ron.
0: Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Did you guys read that article on Buzzfeed about the top ten reasons to love LA and like the ten things you should? Did you read that? Yeah, I read that, too. And I'm, I'm actually one of those people who really enjoys living in Los Angeles. I love living here. Yeah, guys, let's clap for our city. People are like, I don't know where he's going with this. We'll wait and see. Although I do uh, love it when the Lakers don't win a championship. Not because I dislike the Lakers. I'm just sick and tired of seeing my city get destroyed. The last time the Lakers won the championship, I turned on the TV and I saw a guy pushing a shopping cart full of fire. <laughs> First of all, where did he get all that fire? A fire sale? Oh my God, are we having fun yet or what? <laughs> did someone just invite Uncle Fun? What is going on? <laughs> no, but there was a dude, he was ripping parking meters out of the ground. Other people were throwing trash cans through the windows of small business. There was a group of people who worked as a team to overturn a Ford Fiesta. It wasn't even a police car. It was just some dude's car. And you know he was so excited to get parking that close to the Staples Center on a game night? How do you even explain that to your friends? What happened? Kobe had a triple double, I don't know. I wish that when your team won a championship, instead of going out and riding, you went out and you did something beneficial. Wouldn't that be great to wake up the morning after the big game, walk outside? What the hell happened last night? There's community gardens everywhere! (laughs) Who planted all these heirloom tomato plants? And look at all this basil. That's just so caprese. Oh my God, did I do it again? Everyone's allergic to fun. Get the fuck out. <laughs> you guys like dogs? Sweet. This is going to go over great. <laughs> I wish I could live my life more like a dog. Just take a crap wherever I want. Pfft, deal with it. Walk away. It would be so great. I love, I love dogs. I I, just, I wish I could just start barking at people when I don't get my way. You know? Just. Arr, 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 arr. You do that. It's not against the law. (laughs) And you'll get what you want. People do not like being barked at. That's a fact. (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. Your phone warranty expired, so we can't fix... Okay, okay,
3: okay, okay, okay.
0: Like, just try it just once. See what happens. You ever heard this? This guy started barking at me, so I beat the crap out of him. No, that's never happened. If someone starts barking at you, you just want it to stop and you leave. It just, oh, it, I, I love that. It's like, um, I love that, that barking where, uh, you ever, like, walk by a fence and a dog barks at you? And it's like, and then ten feet later, when you're almost out of earshot, you get one of these. <laughs> Wha- wh- what'd you say? What'd you say? Arr-ar-ar-ar! Okay, okay, okay. Like, K-rah. is it me, or does sound like a dog said something really racist?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, it is. I, uh, I, do, I, like, I was thinking, like, you know, they always say dogs are man's best friend, but what if that actually was your human best friend? Like a dog, what if that, what if that, what if that was your human best friend? Every time you come back in the room, hey man, where have you been? God, it's so good to see you! <laughs> hey, I just want to let you know your crotch smells tight. What's up? <sighs> I also want to let you know that I got scared when you left, so I took a shit in your new balance. Don't freak out! I ate it. Let me lick your face. Let me lick your face. Let me lick your face. Whoa, oh, whoa! Oh my God! My dick! Like it's. <laughs> I just love that sense of wonder and innocence that dogs have. Because I didn't even used to be a dog person. I wasn't a cat person. I was more of a, sure, let's go to Vegas because I don't have a furry ball and chain who only loves me because I control their food supply person. But now I need that sense of wonder. I need the innocence in my life because I'm getting jaded. And I don't want to have a child because a child gives you the same thing, but way too much of it. And you can't let a kid poop in the park. Even if you pick it up, you still get looks. You can keep it on a leash, apparently. That's okay. (laughs) A little weird. I, um... Does anyone here drive a classic car? Oh, you guys all drive hot new shit? Cool. (laughs) I love classic cars. Like, if I'm ever really successful at stand-up, I want to buy a 1976 Mercedes-Benz 300d turbo diesel. It's just like a sexy, sexy car. And I was thinking, though, and I realized that all the cars we're driving around right now, in 50 years, are going to be considered classic cars. Which means that one day, I might hear someone say to me, excuse me, sir, <laughs> I'm so sorry to bother you. Um, is that a Honda CRV?" <laughs> it is, oh my gosh. Wow, is that all the original dashboard plastic?
3: <laughs>
0: wow, you've taken really good care of it. Yeah, I remember the zero to 60 in a minute and a half. Yeah. Car speakers that sound like they were made out of old tin soup cans? Yeah. Does it do that thing where when you hit 80 the car just violently starts to shake? Oh, God. They certainly don't make them like they used to. Because they make them so much better now. Time to go to the space football game. And then she apparates because in the future Harry Potter will be real. I, um, you guys want to hear a jokey joke that I wrote? I'm pretty excited about this one. I just read this Rosa Parks biography. It was pretty good. All the good stuff was in the back. (laughs) Oh, you're groaning? You're groaning. Do you even know when Rosa Parks made history? December 1st, 1955, she sat down on a bus in Montgomery, Alabama, and refused to give her seat up to a white male. And I think that that is shocking, to think that a little over 50 years ago, there were still that many white people taking public transportation. (laughs) my people have come so far I want you to raise your hand if you came here in a car tonight I noticed that not all your hands are raised that's because we still have work to do of
3: 2016
0: I, uh, I'm gonna end on a, a new joke so once you get those expectations nice and low Uh, I grew up with three sisters, three older sisters. Can you tell that, that I grew up with three sisters? Thanks, bro. (laughs) It's weird. I had a girl in high school, out of nowhere, just one day, just go, Hey, Ron, did you grow up with, like, a lot of sisters? And that was the day that I found out I had the tendency to put my hand on my chest when I'm telling you a secret. (laughs) Did you hear about Mark? (laughs) He broke up with Amanda. All right, thank you very much. I'm Comedy's Ron Babcock. Enjoy the rest of the show.
1: Yes, yes, Ron Babcock. One more time for Ron Babcock. Awesome. Now, I know you're hot. As I said, I know you're hot. But Mm. these comics are... Did you just see how much Ron was... We are working hard, so just keep giving them this amount of love. You guys are doing a great job. You can do it. I believe in you. Yes, that guy. (laughs) And then just silence. Are you okay? Come on. We got it. We got it, guys. We, I believe in us. Yeah. Why would you not get the air out of your faces? It's only going to help. Don't hold it in. Uh, the holding in is what makes the heat. You got to you just, just just, fart and burp or whatever. Like, whatever you got in you, just get it out. You know what I mean? Just shit your pants right in your seats. I don't know why you're not shitting your pants. You'll be cooler. It's the inside poo that's making you warm. Listen, if you don't know this, you don't know biology. And so I can't teach. I don't have time. But, you know, read a book, audience. Okay, we're going to keep going on that. Hey, uh, this next comic, she runs a great show here in Los Angeles every Monday night at Public House. Guys, let's hear it right now for J.C. Coakley. Give it up for J.C.,
2: guys. What's up? Stop fanning yourselves. Don't be pussies. It's so hot. I dress like Jared Leto now. No big deal. No big deal. Happened twice. Not a big deal. Louisiana. No. Alabama. Largest alligator caught today. Anybody else read that? Nope. Yeah. Cause none of you really? You did? Yeah. You I saw a picture. <laughs> sure did. That means it exists. Yeah. Biggest alligator of all time. Now bought these pants today from it. Okay, sassy alligator pants, you can look at them, they look sexy, can't get them off. I currently have a yeast infection, (laughs) currently now I have a yeast infection per my choice of pant per my choice of pant. Now, don't get alarmed. Do I have a boyfriend? Yes. How did it happen? Don't know. Jesus does crazy things. (laughs) Jesus does crazy things. I have a boyfriend. He's a real human. He's a live human being. He's tall. Uh, He has great hair. He has those Channing Tatum uh, line thingies, you know, right here, that make you uh, forget to wear a condom. You know, those (laughs) things, the things that make you go, who needs a baby? I do. Can't wear this anymore. Taking off all of my layers currently. He, What does he do? He makes juice. That's a real job. This is a grown man that makes juice. It's a juice factory in San Diego. It's a juice factory, real thing. They live in a juice house with a bunch of their juice bros. Okay, there are five of them that live in a two-bedroom house. That's fine. That's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. There are six people in my bed every night. Thanks, dude. There was a juice community going on in downtown San Diego. They all surf, they bone bitches, and they make juice. That's a quote. And I was like, you're going to be my boyfriend. I'm going to make you mine. And the best part is there's a guy that lives in the house. He goes by the name of Juice Weasel. That's real. That's exactly what you think it is. It's a tiny little man just covered in kale walking around going, the Fiji apples don't match. That's a juice joke. Why does it smell like a barbecue? Are one of you dying? (laughs) It smells like somebody's just sauteing filet mignon right now. Like, oh, this seems like the perfect time for a besteka. The best part about dating somebody, I love that I actually have a human being now that I can like sleep with at night and how I met him is because I jumped the gun, I did something crazy, I saw him eating in a restaurant and through the window I just put up a piece of paper that said, I think you're handsome, have a nice day. Boom, put it up to the window. Been boning ever since. (laughs) Ever since. Yeah, clap it up. I'm saying live for today. Live for today and love now. Okay, sure, it might be a bumper sticker, but that's fine. I'm saying live for today. There are sinkholes happening. <laughs> sinkholes are happening. Sinkholes. You know what a sinkhole is? A sinkhole is when Mother Nature uh, sees a person and goes, Nope. Nope. <laughs> and sucks them, sucks them to their death, okay? And whatever you're wearing that day, you wear for death, okay? You're wearing Postel eating potato chips and a sinkhole happens, you have to explain that Postel shirt to the devil, okay? Are you ready to have that conversation? You're gonna be like, oh, I did, this is not mine. Got it across, and also did not think you were real. This is a crazy day. For both of us. What's that gator doing down here? (laughs) I love when people understand what's happening in my brain. So the beauty of this now, like, now that I have a human being that I can cuddle with and hold at night, like, I get excited about things. It's going on five months. Five months. That's crazy. That's insane to me. So just the other day, I did the unthinkable. I did the craziest thing. I had sex with him and wanted to talk. After. You know how that's your favorite part, dudes. You know how we're always like, what's your parents' like? What's the difference between a V8 and a V6? Come on, Bill, wake up! That's what I did to a grown-ass man. I talked to him after sex. We all know. You don't talk after sex. You zip it. Whatever you want to say, write it in your diary, flip it into a fucking eagle and burn it. I don't know... I don't know how that works, but if you have the skill, make an eagle. Unbelievable. And what did I choose to say? Here it goes. I'm going to tell you what happened. Two days ago, laid it out there. I said the words, Brian, I love you. It was met by two minutes of silence. Do you know what that feels like? It's awful. And the best part is, I literally go, maybe he didn't hear me, and I say it again. Hey, Brian, Brian! (laughs) And he goes, yeah, you said you love me. Met by two more minutes of silence. And then I go, God, I feel like such an idiot. And he goes, JC, don't be so serious. And falls asleep. Falls asleep comfortably. (laughs) Like, just... (laughs) I proceed to panic. And I wake up, I jolt awake, I find every single marijuana roach in the house. I smoke till I black out. I end up on the kitchen floor. Don't ask me how. I wake up the next day and I'm like, it's fine. Carrie Bradshaw went through it. I can make it through. I get to my car. There's one single solitary flower on my car the next morning. One. So maybe he can't say I love you. Maybe he talks in flowers. And that's fine with me. And I took it and I embraced it. Yeah. And then I thought... Or maybe this flower fell from a fucking tree. (laughs) So I proceed to run up and down the street, fucking shaking trees, to see which flower is loose, testing the wind, like, how did that get here? I still don't know if it's that flower because I don't want to talk about it because boys don't like talking. All I want to do is say I love you, test those waters out a bit, but boy is it frigid this time of year. <laughs> You're not supposed to say it, so I'm trying to backpedal and figure out how to backpedal, and now i figured it out. Now stay with me on this. This is going to get crazy. There's one thing I will say about relationships, and that is it: this. If you can find somebody that's Canadian... Date them. That's it. Point blank. Fine. Green card. They need it. Great. They want to be an actor? Okay. Like, that's fine. They're the nicest people in the entire world. Canadians are great. Clap if you're Canadian. Okie dokie. Well, perfect. The best part about Canadians is they know nothing. Nothing about America except for Los Angeles, California, and New York City. That's it. They don't know anything about that. Prom real estate in between. And that's your job as an American to educate them on that. I have one friend that was like, so let me get this straight. West Virginia, good. Virginia, bad. And I was like, uh, no. Absolutely not. Uh, West Virginia, bad. Uh, Virginia, uh, also bad. (laughs) North Dakota, bad. South Dakota, bad. Uh, Florida, piece of shit. (laughs) New Orleans, also a piece of shit, but we're not allowed to talk about it because they went through a thing. (laughs) Don't even try it. You guys are all like, ah, oh, New Orleans is the best. They have jambalaya. Spoiler alert, jambalaya makes your butt bleed. <laughs> and if you're not ready to talk about that, that's on you. Sure, let's throw everything into a pot, add pounds of cayenne pepper, and bleed out of our assholes for the sake of jazz. No thank you. <laughs> you guys take your horns and go home. I love you all. Say it back. My name's JC Coakley. Give it up for
1: Hilarious and open-hearted anecdotes. I believe that she did. Guys, we got one final comic left. But, bonus edition, it's two comics. It's one final two comics. And they're going to come out here at once. They got a great podcast. How are you doing? Are you okay? Is everybody still? Did anybody lose consciousness? Yeah. You guys talking about who you think it is? Those guys there? Do you know who it is? Those three guys? Those dudes? You chatting about who you think it is? No. Kind of. Yeah. You think they're twins? Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, me too. All right. And then what if I just leave? What if I never answer them? Like, oh, you think that's them? Yeah, I think it's them too. And then they just have to drive home. I'm sorry. Just the guy thought it, so I couldn't say it. Because it was just me. You know, the rule. When one audience member thinks something ahead of time, they can't say it. Um, are you excited about them? Do you like Do you like the the following count? don't even answer that because what if you said no then why would then that's terrible but you're gonna say yes because they're great. Yeah very excited me too. Uh, they've been on the show before we love them Happy to have them back they've got a great podcast called Sklarboro Country uh, guys let's hear it right now for the Sklar brothers let's hear it right now Hello!
6: USA! 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 What's up, you guys? USA! How are you? Where did that person go? What the fuck happened over oh, there? Jesus. She, turned, she turned into a purse. Uh, I love that. She turned into a purse. It's wild. Um, we're a little flummoxed. If, if we seem out of sorts... It's cause we just learned something that's freaking us out on Twitter. Guys, this this fucking Randy and I just found out that rapper Pitbull was a rescue. <laughs> so weird. Guys. A lot so of people don't know that about <laughs> So strange. Yeah. He is doing a lot better with children. He's getting no, better with kids, yeah. Yeah. You cannot yeah. approach him right from behind. No, no, he'll, he'll bite, bite you. He'll bite around. you on the hand. You cannot don't leave. corner him while he's eating Do either. Not, he does yeah. not like that. Do not leave him alone with a baby. Man. No. Uh JLo found that out the hard way, did she not? She did. I was uh, thinking about because uh, Pitbull, Pitbull's crazy because didn't he do like a he did he did he did like a series of Bud Light commercials? And then he did a Pepsi commercial, which that was weird. It wasn't weird that he did it because he seems to like doing commercials, but it was weird that. Uh, the Pepsi, for a minute, tried to be cool. That was a strange thing. That caught us by surprise. Like, Pepsi, just admit who you are, and then we'll all embrace you for who you are. I feel are. like I would embrace them more if they understood who they were, had a sense of humor about them. So still. we're going to be uh, twin Don Drapers. We're going to pitch uh, a new ad campaign for Pepsi. It's just a woman dressed as a waitress. Uh, she stares directly in the camera, and she's like, uh, no, we don't, but we have Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi work? Is that okay? Is that okay. all right? I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't Don't leave. leave. Don't leave. No, no. No, no. we should have said yes. We should have said yes. Pepsi. We should have said yes. Uh, (laughs) The default. I think people who work for Pepsi don't even order Pepsi first. They're just like, uh, all right, if we have have to. I guess. It's like Pepsi, I I guess. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. Why not? So, uh. I love that uh, China is a is a first world country. They're 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 claiming their first world. First, I'm gonna say this first world. It's like first world country, third world tendencies. A few. That's who they are as a country. Just remember that about them. Just because there's a recent story. There was a, a, a zoo in the Xi'an, Xi'an province, I believe. From, yeah. I'm sure I'm pronouncing. Where the it kings of Xi'an were from. Were from. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been learning a lot. Anyway, I've been so all right, so that's terrible. I've been rooking. All so right, that's, we, this, that's just horrible. This Why zoo, would I even? <laughs> you kept going to this zoo. Right. Tried to pass off a dog as a lion. Did you see that story? <laughs> Uh, like a Tibetan Mastiff, tried to pass it off as a lion. And it worked. It fucking worked for like weeks. Yes. It worked. People were paying extra money to see this. Like they the put the lion it in shows too. and everything. It worked until the lion barked. Motherfucker barked. <laughs> That's when people were like, "Fuck that! Why are we paying an extra two fifty to see this thing?" And they got really upset. And it's like moments like that that Weird. make us wish that we were both like fat black Twin black women comedians female comedians just, <laughs> just so we could tag the just, shit just out of be no no lion bar, oh baby you can't throw no lion no frisbee ain't no lying gonna play dead you can't walk up to no lion and say french bitch ain't no lying gonna scooter to fall on his balls like they wheels? <laughs> you don't have no line have no comb. <laughs> we could do a million of I, those. It's just a zillion. Uh, uh, it like there was can. also at that same zoo there was like in a snake cage where like two rats in a snake. <laughs> don't no snake have no foot. <laughs> All right. Stop. Stop. <laughs> it's just too fun to do. It really is. Uh... So, uh, no, we take our kids down to Disney because it's close and you can do it down there. And it's changed a little bit. But in, in subtle ways, like from when we were kids. Because the, the biggest way is in the characters that you see around the park at Disneyland. So when we were kids, you'd see like, Goofy off in the Disney. You'd like, you be like, you you have to Is hunt that them. Goofy? You, you have, have to find him and hunt him. And you're like, Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait. Oh, he's smoking. He's on break. Right, he's on break. He's on break. Uh, <laughs> it's being served papers. That seems papers. strange right now. Is he being subpoena? Is that a fucking bench warrant? Are they running his plates? That's so weird. They don't think of Goofy as having it's so plates. much paperwork that he's going through over there. Literally, it's that a notary public? I don't like, know. Well, that's lots so of people weird. You don't want to have How to see. Paperwork? But like, you get to them and you, they can't talk, so you have to nustle in really close, to yeah, getting pictures. If you've ever smelled inside the head, terrible smell, of a, of a Disney character or a professional team mascot, no, you don't want to do those. Those two things smell like the same thing. They smell like three things. Uh, vodka, Doritos, and Broken Dreams. That's you it. Smell that's it. the <laughs> whole trifecta of those three things. You don't want to smell that. But uh, yeah. now they have the cars from the movie Cars that's fantastic uh, driving around the park and they have pre-recorded messages so you can talk to the cars which for my son who's Four. Your son is the biggest car That was one fan of his ever. favorite movies This blew his mind I mean I will say that the conversation that my son had Your car, your, your son liked cars so much he watched Planes twice That's right <laughs> That's how fucking much he liked the cars, the cars. <laughs> Have you seen Planes? That kid likes cars a yeah, lot That's uh, right <laughs> So my son, the conversation that my son had with Light, Lightning McQueen, played by uh, Owen Wilson, Wilson, I would argue, was some of Owen Wilson's best post-suicide attempt acting work right. that he's ever done. <laughs> Career suicide, Shanghai Days. Shanghai so come High on, days. guys. So. Uh, so he, so this is what happened, because like, the car drove out, and surprisingly, there was no line. Scooped up my son, we walk over to the car, and the car, before we can say anything, the car's like, who's my little racer? And my son turned and looked at me with a what-the-fuck face. He doesn't, I, have, he doesn't have those, those words, words, but he looked at me with that, and I'm like, talk to the car. You gotta talk to the car. So who's so my little racer? My, my son's like, Liev. Awesome! How old are you? Four. Good job. What's going on? I'm at Disneyland.
3: Awesome! Greatest conversation, greatest conversation in my entire life ever.
6: Maybe the longest conversation anyone's, anyone's ever had, had with had my son. son. And I scooped up, scooped him up, and I should have left. I don't even to this moment know why I did what I did <laughs> next. I just decided to look to see who is next in line. Bad idea. I turn around. There's a middle-aged woman, mm-hmm. no kids. <laughs> She wants to talk to the car Just for a little Just have a conversation. Yeah. Just have a little, <laughs> little 10 convo 10. with the car. Now, middle-aged woman, here's the weird double It's standard. a double-edged sword. Double standard. really. Like middle-aged say. woman, in the, she can have a conversation with the car. She but can make it all the way into cars. Middle-aged lane. man no kids at Disneyland. He's a red dot on a Google map. Yeah, that he, guy doesn't make it through Main Street. He's not one block down before he gets tased into a All right, so... This woman, I'm like the, da- like, the dad in me should have scooped up my son and just walked away. But the comedian in me was like, let's see how this shit plays out. it going to be hilarious. It's literally the same pre-recorded messages, would a very different conversation. It was hilarious. It was really, really funny and uncomfortable. So this woman lethargically, like, I'm like, you're in fucking line. Like, go up to the car like you mean it. She walks up to the car and the car's like, who's my little racer? And she's like, Barbara. Awesome! How old are you? 49. job. Well, I stopped cooking for myself. (laughs) Just got too sad to keep putting the leftovers over in the fridge. Stacking up the Tupperware, throwing it away. No cookbook gives you portions for one person. I mean, it's just... for being honest it's been about three years since I've had a vaginal orgasm Good job! All right. she's had clitoral all orgasms right. All right it hasn't been a while but you can tell right. like the <laughs> like the car even though yeah, were, even though the car had pre-recorded messages I could feel the car wanting to get out of the conversation somehow. <laughs> so, I, so that, like the car just wanted to be like alright I gotta go fuel up back in the garage <laughs> but you just came from the garage yeah my why don't you bring your niece next time? Yeah. That's
5: weird, Barbara.
6: We try and teach our kids stuff. We try and teach our kids, like, if something doesn't make sense to you, then you don't have to accept it. You yeah. just question it, and that's how we bring about change. That's so it. So we, we are obsessed with this notion that in every commercial, if there is any commercial, if they ever personify anything or animate anything in a commercial, uh, they always give it a New York accent. Like, all those things come from the same neighborhood in Brooklyn. That's what I like to imagine. Like, Like, hey, I'm a lemon from McDonald's. Hey, I'm a weed in your goddamn driveway. You dummy, why don't you spritz that stuff on me and get it out of here. Hey, I'm mucus in your stomach. I'm a fuck? fucking scrubbing bubble down hey, here. You yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta clean this shit. We live in this living shit. Oh, hey. Hey, hey. 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 It's like a bunch of bubbles going like this. <laughs> I, mean, I, the teeth. I don't even have teeth. But it's such an antiquated accent. It's like from the 40s, I feel like. This is 2013, they're, but they keep doing it. They're just going to keep doing it. I thought they are going to keep doing it until they hit upon a few products where it completely doesn't work. Hey, I'm Rosetta Stone. Hey. Yeah. What's the matter? You can't speak another language. Yeah, what are you, you dumb? dummy? You idiot. <laughs> Why don't you learn Spanish? Yeah, come on, say I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Learn that one. Yeah. dummy. Don't they die your brain. You don't know, dummy. I'm an American girl doll. Yeah. Your daughter likes to brush my hair and spend more time with me than she ever did with you, you lazy you bum. You lazy, you bum. lazy. Dead She's baby. dressed like Sacagawea, you sack of shit. You sack of hot garbage. Why itch. don't you spend some time with your family? Hey, I'm a co-text Tampa. Hey, once a month I slide up in your wife and I go places you'll never go. You imprinted little you <laughs> clap trap. We brought it on ourselves. <laughs> we did bring that on ourselves just by raising wish. the volume. That's, uh, that's all we awful. did. <laughs> brought the clap trap on. And, and what do we want to sad. end on? We have uh, one thing. There. Should we do? Should we talk about if our kids understand what we do? Yes, I do actually. I just tucked my kids in before I came here. I tried to explain a while back because I have two daughters, six and eight, and I tried to explain them what we do. And I, one time I was telling my when she was seven, I was like, all right, so I'm going to put you to bed. You were there. You were with me. I was like, I'm going to yep. put you to bed. And then Uncle Jason and I were going to go out to a weird building. We're going to say a bunch of silly things, and, and occasionally people will laugh at us. And she looked him dead in the eyes. She stopped for a second. She was like, you work for Congress? She's smart, guys. She knew. She's really smart. She knew. She's my little filibuster. So, <laughs> shutting shit down in my house since 2010. So... Uh, I wasn't sure she got it, so a few weeks later, because it's an abstract idea, it is. It's like it's not something you can really describe readily. And so, a few weeks later, she she couldn't go to sleep. She like tapped me on the shoulder and had me come in her room late at night. She's like, Daddy, I can't fall asleep. Can you help me fall asleep by writing some jokes with me? And I thought, Oh my God, this is like. It's like a reverse cats in the cradle where good shit happens you know what I mean we're like building something together and it was great until we started writing jokes I don't know if you've written a joke with a seven year old recently but um, a lot of restrictions a lot on of restrictions jokes, on that people. process you can't be dirty you cannot be edgy you can't be funny it's basically like writing for Leno for it years what that's even right? what it was just in the end is that too soon too really soon you got too soon on I the Leno not day. soon enough uh But here's the problem. I actually get bad at Randy when he writes jokes with his daughter because uh, as comedians, I'll admit this, we only have so much joke writing juice in the tank every day, and he's wasting it on these jokes that we cannot do in our act, and it makes me very So I'm like, you know what? Let's lift the curtain up on the wizard here. We'll show you our process. I will do a joke that I wrote with my seven-year-old daughter. And I guess I will try and doctor it up and make it appropriate for a stand-up comedy stage. Okay, here's a joke I wrote with my daughter. Uh, Why was the bagel standing outside of his house crying? Why was the bagel standing outside of his house crying? Because someone had changed all his locks. Boom. Oh. Leno. There you go. Uh, right. you get it. You understand now. All right. Uh, why was the bagel standing outside of his house crying? Why was the bagel standing outside of his house crying? Because he is a Jew. <laughs> How do we know the bagel's Jewish? He's, ba- he's a bagel. He's empty inside. He's got a There's giant a hole, hole in the center. Center. <laughs> filled with just sadness and a schmear of cream cheese. Yes. Alright, how about this joke I wrote with her? What do you call a quilt that no one will sleep on? What do you call a quilt that no one will sleep on? A quilt. <laughs> that shit kills a preschool. It does. Right, I, I've milk seen out it i every yes. time, even yes. if those kids haven't had milk for weeks. They're yes. nasally lactating in my comedy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I change it yeah, a little? Uh, it. What do you call a quilt that's been slept on 20,000 times? What? Quilt Chamberlain. Boom. There you All right, go. That's. That's a sports smarter joke. Smarter <laughs> joke. All right, last one, last one. It's a two-parter. How does a knife greet another knife? How does a knife greet another knife? knife To see you. How does a spoon say goodbye to another spoon? How does a spoon say? Goodbye? See your real spoon. <laughs> That's the appropriate. That's yeah, appropriate. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, what uh what did the fork Say to the other fork when he cut him off in traffic. What? Fuck you, bitch! You want a fucking piece of me? I'll fucking get behind you. I'll fucking drive you into a goddamn office park, shoot you in the back of the head, and fucking face down Aaron Hernandez, your ass, bitch! I'll fuck you up. Do you see this? It's a fucking neck tattoo, and that's a fucking teardrop. You fork with the wrong fork, bitch. <laughs> see, I think my daughter would love that. Joke. Yeah, she, she would love that because she loves wordplay. She Thanks, does. guys. Right, We're the Starbucks Oh, How
1: was know. that? That went really well. Thank you. That was a blast. Thanks, so, man. What are you working on right now?
6: So a lot, a couple of things. It's a very, it's been, a, it's a, been a bit of a nerve-wracking week. But I mean, if that, if that was evident on stage, I don't know.
1: Oh, I didn't. Not at all.
6: Uh, we're um, breaking up. No. <laughs> uh, we're working that's on. That's your last. No, we, that's it. Working no, we're working on fine. becoming independent. We're going to
1: change more. your DNA, so you no longer. We're working on. It to each other, yeah? No,
6: we're working on emancipating ourselves from each other.
1: Well.
6: Uh, what? No, we it, are. No, we, we just finished, uh, turned in a script for a show for TBS that we are oh, uh, multi cam By, by the time this drops, it could be uh, passed on.
1: You might have a thing. That's the good news. It
6: either might be a thing or it might be. Right. gone. It well, might be next. So that's it's,
1: kind of part of the whole job that's really wild is like you work really hard. Oh, man. It's so hard. And it could be a thing, thing. And then it's or so thing.
6: And then you turn it in and you're so vulnerable in the minute so naked out no there just control. waiting i, I can't think tell of you. every Today relationship so- where you said i love yes. you first where right. you said i love you first and then you wanted to suck those words back into your mouth and you wondered if it was the right time or you wanted wondered- Especially you, if
1: it's something that you really care about because right. you know that you're going to be able to do a good job with right. something you care about. That but amazing. the mo- it's like you're like balancing these two sides of like... Or,
6: or you're trusting it with someone like, you know, you're trusting it with somebody who you don't know if they understand what you're going
1: for. Absolutely.
6: And so we, we've been around long enough to know. I mean, we've had our definitely our fair share of things that have succeeded and failed and I mean it's we've had our mixture of it so this one we really love we want it to go if it doesn't go then so be it we'll have to figure out what the next thing is and we just have to trust that we'll just continue to well, create congratulations
1: these. on getting it in I hope that Thanks. feels like a relief in some way even though you're it does. Like still really, in this waiting period
6: yeah I'm proud of it I, I think that so that's. I feel like we've been down a hole like creating that thing cool. certainly in the last period of time and then we're going to do an hour stand up special which our date just got moved which is really kind of a bummer because we were supposed a, to do it on October 11th shoot, film it in Madison Wisconsin but we're going to do it in the spring yeah it's probably going to be uh, end of February, we're going to do, still do it in Madison, but we just for and production you're reasons. Just
1: saying, as you're walking out, that you're doing it with New Wave.
6: New Wave, so which is great. They're, they're going to create
1: the special for you, and then you guys are going to shop it around. Try to find it. A home they
6: folder. will do that for yeah. us. Thank, thankfully, do we don't have to do that. But I mean, I think they would not have been in to us for what they're into us for unless they had tested the market and people oh, were interested right. in buying Absolutely. it. They're they're smart business people. So yeah. You know, we just want to do it because we feel like we have material. But then on the flip side, we have some material that we're, like, kind of at the end of, and we kind of want to do it and then be done with it. And then there's, like, a bunch of new stuff. Like, we did a bunch of new stuff tonight, and I kind of want that stuff to... Having the extra couple of months is actually going to be halfway decent because we might be able to get... We can turn some things that are rough right now maybe into, like, bits that belong in the show, then cycle out some of the older stuff. Right, exactly. And
1: have some of that stuff that you're, like, more excited about, which, again, kind of... Yeah. I don't know. For me, anywhere, yeah, like the newer stuff that you have, that's what's gonna. Mm-hmm. Play well, it's always a great feeling.
6: This is like a sign if you know if you're heading in the right direction in your career, is if your new stuff gets the biggest laughs of the night, you know, in an hour set. Yeah, somewhere. and it's not just because you're not selling the old stuff. It's just that hopefully you're, you're writing, getting better. You're, you're better. you're writing better stuff. You're writing so. Better stuff. We feel good about it, and we actually have a nice idea for what we want to do and how awesome. to bookend the whole stuff. How to frame so it. How to frame cool it. A cool framing device. So sure. that that is very exciting. So we've got this.
1: Guys, the Smart Brothers. so much for coming out. Put your hands together. See you real soon, guys.
0: Put your hands together. 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 Put your hands
3: together. Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to come with your hands together